It's truly not you need to elevate and find. Oh, and my cousins used to kill that. Little EBE. Hey yo, I don't even know you when I hate you. Oh, and you rap. <laughs> and did you rap? See all I know is that Herbie used to date you. And did you rap? Yeah, that was my song. Literally. How would you feel that she held you down? And yo, that song was pretty. She was going through it. You know, that was a good song about that EBE. Was a good song. Now she done married her little rich white man. And... Okay. Alrighty. Representation matters. <laughs> Eve, I see you. I salute you. I'm out here. Uh, yeah, you ha- salute. <laughs> if you happen to see a little sis out here trying to make it and aspire to do the things that you are doing in this year of 2020. <laughs> the year of our Lord. Send me some energy. I can use it. I can use it. You, you, need, you need all olives. That you need red bullish oh, I energy. Am. I'm a little drained this week. So right. what's up, guys? Uh, episode 13 is Kiara here. This is take two of episode 13 because this my... is take two. Matter of fact, insert <sighs> that little thing that you did. My clip? Yes. Right I, here. I will. Hold on. Testing. Can you hear us? Shit. So y'all, that was us. We we tried. We actually recorded the entire episode, and you know, afterwards, somebody something didn't happen because we can't hear it. So here we are, <laughs> back like we never left. Back in, I'm better. Like we literally never left. So yeah, we're back. It's Kiara again and Ashley. So. Melanated celebrated. Ooh, my so nigga, we're trying here, to celebrate. Dear trying God. to push through <gasps> the week. If y'all would have bear with us <laughs> because I don't have any liquor in my system. I oh only God. have tea. And I deserve some alcohol, but I'm not gonna do it. A good yeah. hot tea. A good hot tea. <sighs> dear Lord, baby Jesus. Well sis, how was your week? Uh outside of this particular situation here. It's been a good week. I'm a little tired, so yeah. trying to keep my energy it's high. Love your face. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say a word. But yeah, it's been good, man. Just um, you know, it was a pretty busy weekend, so I think that kind of had me tired um, yeah. to start off. Action packed. Yeah, very action packed. And so you know, just like every other week, just working, trying to make some things happen, put things in order. Um, manifest, and we say manifest, what that means to execute on those plans. That oh, okay, we have. Girl, me. and you know the definition. That that's about it. What about you? You know, I'm yet alive. I'm in good spirits outside of having to record again, guys. But it's okay. I do, we do this for y'all. <laughs> we do this for us, and we're back. And uh, you know, it's a good weekend. Has had a, uh, one of our friends came up, did a little bonding time, and uh, still decorate my little living room, guys. One thing at a time, one item at a time. Because uh, items are expensive. So we do one thing at a time, guys. And um, yeah, man, just happy to be, you know, another week. I'm still alive, you know, on, on the other side of the grave. is <laughs> a blessing to, Yo, to be seen and not viewed. Every week, Ash, every week you give me something elderly. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You know, I, like I said, I'm just in the spirit of Jennifer Lewis when I'm around you. <laughs> <laughs> She's mother. Mother, I'm just in the spirit of Jennifer Lewis, and I thank you for that. You're welcome. You know, I try to do what I can do to uplift when I can, and my God, it's free to uplift. Look at that. 
Look at that. Well, guys, with that being said, I think this would be a great time just to slide right on into a little while I magic because we indeed need some magic. Absolutely. So, so who got this week? I would like to discuss and bring up uh the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, which is um spearheaded by Jay Morrison and his wife EJ Johnson Morrison. They are out of Atlanta. Um, they, um, the Tulsa real estate fund is the first black owned real estate, uh, crowdfund in, um, in history. Um, so what they've done is they've, uh, if you guys are familiar with the black wall street and the Tulsa massacre, basically it was a time in the 1920s where black people were thriving. We had our own businesses, we had stores, pharmacies, we had, you know, we were basically, it was their own functioning town in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and then your Caucasians got a little bit in their feelings about that, um, which brought on to the historic, um, the Tulsa massacre and what Jay Morrison and his wife, uh, EJ Johnson Morrison have done is that they created a fund where, where, uh, black people were able to invest, basically invest in each other, invest mm-hmm. into the community. Um, and one of the seeds, um, from that is they created a legacy center in Atlanta. Um, so it's just a, a space for, um, people of the community to be able to come. I know they have a, a working space inside where people who, who are maybe just starting out with their business can go there and kind of, you know, set up a, a small little little shop there and kind of get some work done in, in a business setting if, if they don't have their own currently or if they were currently doing it out of their home. It gives them an opportunity to go to that particular space to get some of their work done to create things to, to help push the culture forward. Which is basically, which is what we need each right, and absolutely. every day. Um, and then I became familiar with um, Jay Morrison first because he would do the corner classes where he would educate people in the community, literally on the corner, um, about find, you know about wealth and you know about how to create credit and you know everything mm-hmm. that we need. That you know, I feel like if we just had the tools, we could kind of you know take over everything because yeah. we are the ish. Um, well, so, we know yeah. that. But I think that's pretty cool. Um, first of all, shout out to the Black History that you're providing for us this you're, week. You, you know, I'm always here for a good, for a good melanated history moment. We know. Um, but yeah, that's really good, guys. If there's something that you're interested in learning more about, um, just as far as like you know, new Black history or something you're not familiar with, being able to look up the Black Wall Street is is super interesting, in my opinion. I think you guys would enjoy that. But I really like how you said he's on the corner or he was on the corner, like providing that information mm-hmm. and, and getting out there and, and reaching his community. Right. Right. Because not everyone is able to see your, your product or your service or, you know, just you have to do different things to be able to reach yeah, different absolutely. audiences and knowing your audience and your targeted market. It sounds like that he absolutely knew that. And yeah. he's trying to push back and put good seeds into the community and. I wish him the best. That's pretty dope. And I want to say too, another um part of the the real estate fund, another thing that they're funding is the um is an apartment complex oh, also cool. in Atlanta. So I mean, definitely just doing. He they they are one of the people who are actually walking what they're talking, mm-hmm. which I think is important. I mean, I feel like for over the last maybe few years or so, most of us have been in preparation. We've been talking. We've been writing things down. We've been planning. So I think you know to get out there and really execute is is an awesome thing to see. So shout out to you guys. For uh, giving us some magic. Yay, well, magic. You know, who you got? I got this week um, Courtney Underwood. Courtney Underwood is the founder of Passports and Purpose. Passport and Purpose was founded in 2016. 
And it's an apparel line. So it's an apparel and accessory line that just has, you know, good statements on their um, their T-shirts, handbags, mm-hmm. hoodies um, that kind of go along with travelers and people that are also walking in their purpose. So um, I just think they're super cute with the merchandise that they have. And I've been following Passport and Purpose, I think, for maybe four years now. We connected via social media. So just being able, I love to just be able to see other companies also growing and, you know, walking in their vision and in their purpose. So that's always super interesting to me. And I want y'all just to check them out. Um, for instance, they have one hoodie that says, wake up, wake me up for snacks. <laughs> Sign me up, sis. Felt that way. Because I have them in both colors. <laughs> wake me up for snacks. <laughs> and then another one says like, single, you know, the little boxes that you check. So single check taken check and then the one that's actually checked says collecting passport stamps which yeah. gold. so i really like that we're in this you know um moment also to where more people are traveling and seeing the world more so it would be super cute to be able you know if you're traveling with friends or family or your significant other to have that cute tea you know just to match you and go along and, and give you an overall experience so they have some really dope merchandise and you guys just check them out that's passportandpurpose.com i can get jiggy with it guys and we'll put both of um their instagram pages in the bio yes you guys you know just hop on over and support guys we got to keep pushing each other um to push the culture right Right. so travel always unpack someday that was like one of my favorite my god i just unpacked (laughs) my suitcase from houston and i went there in october but y'all can judge your mama and not me judge your mama so that's why I have, that's my wild out magic. Shout out to you, Courtney. Keep doing your thing. Keep pushing. And everybody go support, support, support. Indeed. Stay booked and busy, sis. All right, guys. So we're going to take a brief pause and we're going to do a little bitch with. We'll be right back. So we're back for a bitch with. Bitch with. And you know, guys, I have been in good spirits here lately. And uh, contrary to what y'all may think, I am not always irritated and or aggravated. I don't so, think, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't think that they think you're aggravated or irritated. You're just in the spirit of Jennifer Lewis. I keep, t- <laughs> I keep telling you that. She, you know, that's, I think that's what it is. She, but she does embody what I feel most times. But we love you in this high energy. And I'm I, here for it. You know, I, I, I'll take it, guys. I'll take it. Okay, carry on. I'm sorry. I'll take, it's okay. It's okay. You know, so my bitch what this week really isn't even mine. It's not really about me. Howsoever. I would like for y'all to leave the baby alone. Y'all keep bothering this man. He keep having a snap. Y'all have already seen that he don't give to. <laughs> he doesn't. Like, leave this man alone. Like, you know, the baby is probably one of the few people that I can say that every time you see their name in some ish, it really ain't his fault. <laughs> it's not. I've I seen something that said that too, like, um, dang, the baby then got into another altercation, and then when you hear the story, you're like, Shh, I get I it. Could, I couldn't blame him. You know, if that man told you, nah, bro, you can't record me, I got my kid for the safety of her and myself. Wait, so what happened? Okay, so he was at a hotel in California, and the valet guy was outside, of course, so if you're in valet parking, you're wearing a t-shirt with the hotel name on it. Right. He asked the baby for a picture or a video or what have you. The baby was like, nah, and, you know, I have, he was holding his daughter. He said, no, I got my daughter with me. I don't want to jeopardize mine or her safety. You know, by taking a picture with you, you know what I'm saying? I'll get you later. So the the little little valet guy decided he didn't want to respect those wishes. 
walked up maybe 50 feet and the baby could still see him. He was recording over his shoulder, the baby and his daughter. And he's, the baby was like that he saw him doing it. So he walked over to him while he was in, in the middle of typing his caption. and was like, yo, listen, I said for the safety of my kid, I'm not going to do a picture or video with you. Delete it off your phone. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was kind of like the the ending part of that when he came into the hotel and he shoved him like, oh, okay. and I I understand that like if one you already been out here slapping niggas, <laughs> uh, two it's crazy bras out here like don't be don't put that man in jeopardy if he said he don't want people to know what hotel he's at then respect the man's wishes and furthermore you at work sir you at work you're so, at work I guess he just wanted some likes or. I'm not exactly certain, but well, I can understand that, like, you're putting us in jeopardy, especially my yeah. daughter. But that's true. Every time you hear the baby got into oh, it, right. you're like, well, hey, I could. Initially, you roll your eyes, oh, this nigga. But by the time you get the tea, you'd be like, oh, that really wasn't that bad. I get it. Makes I get it. I would have did the same thing. So I slap people for less. So <laughs> there's that. But yeah, that's my bitch way. You know, I want y'all to leave that man alone. Leave that man alone. Please. He can't do nothing. And, and I like the baby. I like him. At first, I didn't really know who he was. He got a little chocolate thing you going on. You know what? I like, I like him. I do like the chocolate thing going on. You for know? sure. Now, I think he had like slapped the nigga. Slapped the guy. <laughs> <laughs> at, at a mall or something like yeah. last year. And I was like, who is him? You know, who, who is, is him? Who is him? <laughs> who is he? You know, girl, my little brother's be trying to come and. Embrace it. Embrace it, though. But anyways, I was like, who is he? And I think he had slapped somebody in the mall or got yeah. into it with him. The dude was like walk, walking around the store talking talking cold cash. And the baby was like, okay, then. Yeah, so I remember that. That's the first time that I was like really Same. looking into him. And um, I bet I'm on the bandwagon, too, now. No. I like the baby. I, the I, baby... <laughs> I guess down with the baby. I like some, and I want y'all to leave that man alone, okay? Leave that That's man it. alone. That's it. <laughs> who you got? What's, what's, who, so, who on your nerves? For, nobody's on my nerves. Well, like, look at that. That's what we were saying, y'all. Like, this really, you know, it's not difficult, but rarely do we have something, like, every week. So, yeah. that's how we want you guys to really interact. We like bitch wet. We like we the do. bitch wet segment. I'm definitely um, enjoying you guys interacting more with us and engaging. And so sure. that's what I have. We had another letter from a listener. Well, all right. And that's what I'm going to read for the bitch wet moment. So for this week, and she's going to re- remain anonymous. Her letter said, so I recently got an African-American woman boss. I was super hyped because she's on the top of her work game, her fashion game, and just on top of the world, at least in my eyes of representation, especially in a predominantly white company. So, yes, I'm rooting for her. And that's until dot, dot, dot. (laughs) She came in with a major attitude her first day saying that we wouldn't like her because she isn't nice and she is straight to the point. Bitch, what? I'm confused. Sis, why did you come in with the attitude and basically clean house? We lost three people in less than a month under her. Her attitude towards myself and the only other melanated woman on the team is terrible. We literally had so much hope for her. She taught me in a weird way to care more about my mental self-care and to be more aware that it's better to uplift and encourage people than willing um than other people that are willing to support. Mm. Sis really has me ready to jump ship on the job. Like for real. I'm not about that toxic work environment. I feel you. 
I feel you. I get it. And it's just the worst. It's just disappointing when it is another black woman. Right. Like, why is that? You know, like, that really, like, sis, I was rooting for you. I mean, I get the whole authority thing, and you want to set the tone that we're here to work, get things done. And, and no, you're not at work to make friends. So, I mean, I get that part of it, but this whole big, bad wolf thing is right. unnecessary, and it makes me lose respect for you. And I can pretty much guarantee you I'm probably not going to give you 100%, which is um, which is kind of bad on my part because I should give 100% regardless howsoever. Yeah, but... If the morale is low, I can't. Right. And, you know, we have this thing where our, our, you know, our senses, our black people's senses tingle. And we're not necessarily saying, like, oh, we have to be friends or you have to treat me differently. But there is some type of understanding, usually, to where it says, let me know that you're here for us. Right. Because in their eyes, trust and believe, you are still another black girl or another black woman that's just here and they really don't want to also respect your authority that's that it. you have above them. So it's it's unfortunate when, you know, she's treating you that way and, you know, it's really like, sis, I'm rooting for you. And I it's want not you to even be the best. A, I'm looking for favoritism or I'm looking for something right. to, or to be treated differently. I just want respect. Like, you came yeah. in mad disrespectful and it's unnecessary. Yeah, and like, we have that common ground so where you know I'm about to be here and rooting for you. But then at the same time, you really don't know what she has going on in her personal life. True, 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 true. Like, that really may have nothing to do with you at all. And it's, you know, unfortunate because it does feel personal, especially when the attacks are directly towards you and you know she's treating you differently. Right. But sis may be going through some things in her own life. But then, too, you also got to understand, I've been a manager before. Like, when you make a decision to come into that role, you've made a decision to check your issues at the door. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have had a, a, a real crappy night. Your baby could have been up all night. Right. But, sweetie, you, you signed up for the job. So, it's your responsibility to check it at the door and get in here do your job and be someone be be a manager that someone wants to be around like right. like you sign up to be a leader yeah i don't like that part how she just came in and and let y'all know like oh i'm y'all not gonna like me well dang right. way to set the morale <laughs> like, you're right well now i don't want to be here what makes right. you feel like you know so i can understand sis on i'm not about that toxic work life either at all <laughs> no <I'm not. laughs> i'm not with it at all like make make me want to be here you know and not just for my bill's sake so i can understand that i think you it will be definitely um you know something you should look forward to if you're looking for a new job or you know just trying to see how you can get yourself in a better situation than being in a toxic work environment because that's the worst having you know having to get up to go to a place every yep. day or whatever your schedule's like and dreading to do that that is the worst so i feel you but stick it out i hope it gets better yeah. um maybe you guys can talk maybe you can find yeah. out what the chain is and go above her um or maybe you know like because who's to say you probably can't go to her and be like look sis right <laughs> black woman to black but woman. you can't let it be known uh, yeah intercompany I, I ain't taking no disrespect from anybody period <laughs> whether it's the custodian or the ceo so i feel it. you bitch what like don't do me like that that is correct get you the a game CEO plan. or the janitor get you a game plan sis and go with that but remember the bills don't stop because your boss is <laughs> all right <laughs> just saying all right guys well we do a quick commercial break we'll be right back Hey guys, it's Kiara. I wanted to talk to you really quick about donations. That's right. The doors of the church are now open. This podcast is ran 100% by us. 
but we'd like to offer the opportunity to support us a little more. And we're asking for a monetary commitment of $2 per month. We're doing that through Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows you to help us. It's for the upkeep of the show. I called it the building fund, but you'll see it. But really, it is. It's for the editing, the studio, behind the scenes, and to also make sure that we come back each and every month. Patreon.com slash Melanated Celebrated. You'll see the automatic $2 there, but if you'd like to give more, whatever your heart desires, we're open to it. We're excited about the growth, and we look forward to you guys growing with us. And again, we'd like to thank you. So that's Melanated Celebrated. We're out. Gotta blame it on the goose. Gotta blame it on my juice, baby. You it used to drink mind. a lot of great Goose back Yo, in the day. Yo, don't put my business out like I'm that. I'm sorry, but you did, though. That was back in the day, like 2011, back in the day. To smell a bottle of Grey Goose Wow, you might pass out. (laughs) Gotta blame it on my juice, baby. Yeah, Lizzo. I like Lizzo. That song song is a vibe, for sure. Her confidence is unmatched. Her confidence is unmatched. We could all take a page out of Lizzo's confidence (laughs) chapter. Yeah, she's a vibe. I like her. I like her. Keep keep doing your thing, Lizzo. Live your life, sis. Live your life, but we're back for Pour Me Up. <laughs> this is the meat, as Ash said. Yes, the, the meat. meat of the conversation. And this week, um, we're just talking a little bit more about relationships and friendships as an adult. Friends. How, <laughs> How many of us have them? Friends. But yeah, so we're talking more about friendships. As a millennial, how do you navigate that? How do you build new relationships? How are you nurturing the relationships you have um, with friends? And where are you finding new friendships? You know what I'm saying? Like, because right. it kind of gets difficult as you grow. It does. And, you know, if you're, if you're an introvert like myself, um, it's <laughs> a bit God. more difficult. Huh? <laughs> it's very intentional, guys. So I think friendship community is very necessary for yeah. us. It takes um, a village. It takes a village. You're still growing. You still have, you know, someone's still technically raising yes. you in, and in you, a sense. And you always have, <laughs> what? What did you say? Someone's still raising you in a sense. <laughs> I feel like, whoo. You know, we, we raise each other sometimes. We do. There are days. You know. Work here has to keep me together, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. So, you know, we just want to talk about that. Like, because we have phases, we have friendships from different phases of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, in different areas of our life that provide different things for us. So, just talking about how we nurture those relationships. And like we were saying, it's it's pretty vital to have that. So sisterhood for one, you know, in as a black woman, I love having that. Um, it's something I feel like that I've seen. Mm-hmm. My mom had friends when I was younger in, from different phases of her life. Whether right. I was like high school friends she still had, people she played ball with. Um, people she, you know, went off to school with her in college or uh, cosmetology and different things. So just being able to see how she nurtured those relationships and are still friends with a lot of those women. I'm like, oh, okay, I must have got this from my mama, mm. you know. Um, but also, you know, just how necessary. Nobody can do it alone. So whether or not it's like a relationship between you and your partner or friendship, just starting any type of new relationship. Yep. Um, it's definitely something we have to put in the work to do because we're older and busier and have just our own things going on now. And like we were saying, um, you know, a lot of times the friendships that you have are just able to be an anchor for you 
in a lot of different phases or situations that you go through in life. Keep you grounded for sure. For sure. You know, I can definitely say that my friendships um, provide, you know, different things for me. So whether, you know, it's the anchor, the the motivation or escape or, you know, just different things. um, Sometimes there's no other person that can understand what it's like. And that's why I like my sisterhood because you guys understand my perspective from as a black woman. The mm-hmm. experiences that we go through that Absolutely. no one else can actually relate to. Um, just being able to be there and provide that relationship. So mm-hmm. just talking about that a little bit. Because, um, you know, as we said, as you get older, um, friendships change. So what do you think? I mean, definitely friendships change. They they grow, they evolve. Some separate, <laughs> some mature, some don't. Right. Um. So I I think that's just that's just a part of life, and I think you have to be prepared or at least aware that you know at some point you're gonna outgrow someone or they're gonna outgrow you. Mm-hmm. You know the things that you may have had in common when you were younger. You know you've grown up and and, and gone in different directions. It doesn't make either of you a bad person. Right. It just means that where I am now, you no longer serve me. Mm-hmm. And I think people sometimes maybe it, it not confuse it, but there's a thin line between an opportunist and then just truly knowing that. A, a relationship no, no longer serves you right like i know that if i'm in a space to where i can't pour into you and and what you're doing doesn't line up with where i'm going mm-hmm. then it's a, a good point to end the in in the friendship because we can't benefit from each other at this point because mm-hmm. the things that that you may need for where you're going i'm not trying to give that you know so i think it just comes with really being aware of yourself honestly mm-hmm. to know that you know what i can't even serve you in that area absolutely especially when going into a new friendship mm-hmm. right because when you're going into a new friendship you know you have to put yourself out there and you have to build confidence with yourself other people and so that does start with liking yourself right you know what i'm saying it's a whole new journey or whatever it is whatever space you're into where you're like you know what i need to meet new people or whatever else that could take a lot out of you but you need those healthy relationships and you need to also be able to lean on the relationships you already have. Right. So just being able to step outside of your comfort zone to form those things. But like, where are you forming (laughs) as millennials? Like, where are we really forming new relationships and friendships? With my personality, which I am very much so an introvert. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not the, Kiara doesn't meet a stranger. I, however, do. <laughs> so, so Kiara's more inclined. We could go somewhere to have drinks, and Kiara has made a friend within five seconds at the bathroom. Like Kiara's just a very sociable <laughs> person, can make a friend anywhere. I, however, I need a minute because yeah. first of all, I, I'm not too fond of people being super close to me, like in my in my personal space. So now I gotta warm up. Give me like give me a drink first, and then I you know <laughs> figure out whether I want to be your friend or not. You know. So, but for the for the most part in my adult life, majority of my newer friends have come from previous uh, employment, like where mm-hmm. wherever I used to work at. And it's not a lot of them. It's probably like one per location, <laughs> right? If that, or or maybe two in, in some special instances. But yeah, man. And I think too, it's just because of I work in a in an office space, so right. we, we're in a confined area for eight hours of the day. At right. some point, I'm gonna roll my chair back and say, "What y'all doing? Right, you got right. snacks? You know?" So <laughs> it's, it's it's easy to bond in that type of environment because you're again you're confined to a certain space, mm-hmm. and you know you need there are certain resources that you need that other people have. So you you 
you know, you're in constant communication with them already. Right. So in that communication, you find out similarities or you find mm-hmm. out that maybe the same girl irritates you that irritates her. Yeah. You know, you can bond over almost anything, and, you know, and you know, things just blossom. Yeah, the, I, I love work relationships. I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not too fond. No, of, you're not. I have, <laughs> how am I going to put this? <laughs> now, I know I do have friends um, that I've kept from previous employment. Yeah. Um, that our friendships have naturally just evolved. Um, but as far as, but like you said, it's because of whatever that work environment is. And mm-hmm. hearing, you know, me being in a hospital setting, I'm like, oh, okay, hustle and bustle. Like, I got to right. go. We don't have time. But when you turn back and look at it, like, those little stories that you tell your coworker every now and again, then you go back and look like, yo, you really know a lot about me. Mm-hmm. We're friends. Like, <laughs> we're friends now. Like, can we go get a drink? But it's, it's harder for sure. Um, but to me, it's just like also at the same time work friends there's a thin line for me as far as like a transactional field that right. we were saying because it's like when does the networking end and when do when does the real friendship begin mm-hmm. and so I guess in, to me it's a lot of different things but that's dope I think a lot of adults do meet their friends at work that's mm-hmm. a common theme now especially because we're so busy or you know a lot of people we we're not with them eight hours of a day right that we are with everyone else and so our you know schedules compress and priorities change and oftentimes um we're pickier too with the friends that we want to have in our space and then too i just think as black people we have this thing that we link up as a group. So mm-hmm. for Memorial Day last year, we did like a little um, boat situation on Lake Norman. And it wasn't a lot of black people. But the minute we spotted a yeah. boat full of Nabras. It's the energy. Bruh, we <laughs> anchored in the same location, yes, tied the rope up. around so that we could float together. Uh, you know, I just feel. So I, I mean, love a black moment. I think it's amazing <laughs> how it, 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 outside of just being millennials, just as black people, mm-hmm. the way we see each other. Yes. It's like, a beautiful thing. I love a true black moment. Like nothing <laughs> compares. It's on it's the like same. It's like grandma's cornbread. It's just, mm. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's on the same level to me as when you're in a store. Like going. So you guys in South Carolina, there's um this hot dog brand called Skins Hot Dog. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's the most awkward feeling to it walk is. in and be the only black person. It is. It's like, like the music style. It's like, hmm, I feel like a lynching happened. <laughs> And so <laughs> it's so awkward, but uh, just seeing another black person, you know, like in that moment, you know how black people do that, like what's up? That little like, head you know what I'm saying? It's that internal, you know, fraternity thing that we have going on as black people. But to me, there's literally nothing like it's a, it. It's a beautiful thing. I actually went to a performance. Um, you guys, if you go back to the first episode, we shouted out Benjamin Starr, who's an amazing, amazing artist. I caught a show. Shout out to Benny. I saw you on CNN, my brother. He was on CNN. He's also uh, linked up with Elizabeth Warren right now. Yes, he's doing some super amazing things. Y'all go check him out. Remember him, Benny Starr. Um, But I caught a show of his in Charleston a few years ago. And while I was there, it was a cute, intimate space. Um, They really tore the house down, like did their thing. But when I walked in there, I was the only black person, right? And then I happened to see this girl, and we instantly locked, locked eyes. We've been <laughs> friends ever since. Like, <laughs> thanks, sis. Her name is Denver. She shouted she shout out my business. She'll share everything. Like, But to us, it was really that moment where it was like, ooh, sis, I'm with you. Right. Oh, cool. We together. You know, <laughs> like, that moment where it was like, oh, another black person. 
So being able to build those relationships and friendships at any moment, no matter where we are, is something that we kind of just have to grasp onto because we have different things going on in life. Right. So like I was saying, our schedules and priorities change and so to me is finding friends what works for me is going to those events like that or finding like-minded people with the same environment that I would find myself in so I'm definitely into the arts so whether or not it's like museum or you know poetry whatever just being able to find friends and even apps I think like I feel like that's huge Mm. for um millennials of today or just people too fast for my my blood but carry on I mean and you should definitely like try meet up it's I'm all right. No? Okay. I've got my friends. All right, girl. But if you're looking to try something new, it's also a space to find new people to hang out with, too. Um, that's if you're someone that's outgoing. You know, definitely not an introverted type of thing, but they may also have events for you guys, too. Um, but, yeah, looking on those apps to find new people and new things to do, I think it's definitely something that we can push towards to help you find new friendships and meet new people that are into the things that you're into, Um, I read an article a while back, actually, that said around the age of 25, um, your friend circle kind of dwindles down. Um, But at that point, it it wasn't necessarily talking about your close friends, Mm -hmm. but it was saying, you know, you have those childhood friends and then those friends from college or, you know, work and you're entering new people enter your life always. Right. Whether or not it's through work or play dates or church or events, whatever. Right. But actual close friends like the kind that you make in school, the kind that you can call on in a crisis. Yeah. Really start to dwindle down. And it's I think that comes from not being able to nurture those friendships the way that you need to. Agreed. Like, oftentimes, we um, fail to realize, like, you know, some people are going through a lot in their own life, and we're not children anymore. So how do you nurture those friendships, too? Like, we know how, obviously, you know, from work or events and and, Mm -hmm. or dating and, you know, combining friends, how are you nurturing those friends? I think the most important thing for me when it comes to nurturing my friendships, and, you know, I... There's room for improvement for me. I won't even lie to you. But I think keeping the lines of communication open is always going to be key for me. Because I know that sometimes I get in a space to where I may not just be in a talking mood. Mm-hmm. It's nothing towards any specific individual. I just don't always feel like talking sometimes. Um, so I, I think that sometimes that can translate as, oh, well, she's not reaching out. Or she's not responding. Or she didn't answer when I called her. You know, so I think maybe sometimes just a simple, hey, girl, I ain't forgot about you. Love you, sis. Um, a girl, I'm super tired right now. So mm-hmm. you know, or, or just saying something to let my friends know what space that I that I'm in, mm-hmm. so that they don't take it, so that they don't take it on as something about them because right. it's not. Because I want to say one of my friends, I you know, this is the time I was going through some things in my life, and I was just <laughs> like, girl, I'm not in a space where I can really talk. She was like, you know what? I appreciate. It. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. I appreciate it. Let me know if you need something. She said, I don't care if I got to order you some Grubhub and they can bring it to you so where I don't have to bother you. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just open lines of communication, letting your friends know where you are and also not assuming where they are. Right. Because I'm guilty of that. I'm, you know, well, you know. That's a word. Because like my friend Portia, like, oh, well, you know, she's newly married. She has Mm -hmm. a baby now. She wants to do family stuff. When these guys be like, no, girl, she's still, she's still Portia. Right. Like, she's still an individual. Y'all own relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still an individual. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not, you're not imposing on her. She still wants to have 
that, her own things, you know. So that and that's necessary. Yeah, Especially you know. So for me, things. that's been a, an important thing for me is to get out of my own head trying to answer for other people mm-hmm. <laughs> because they can see for themselves. Absolutely, because I, I I do that too uh, <laughs> with another friend of mine, Kamika. Kamika's in school, um, back in school, did her nurse practitioner license. So shout out to her. Hey, girl. And she's also, you know, still working. Got her black girl magic going on. Right. You know? And so I oftentimes, in my head, I'm just like, oh, she's studying. Or she's doing whatever. Like, <laughs> super proud of my friend. All right? She, gonna, she about to do the thing. But I oftentimes speak for her that I have to catch myself for. Yeah. Like, even for your birthday celebration. We're like, oh, we're going to do this. Okay, so we're going to buy a plane ticket. And I'm like, no, 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 no. She, she's going to be in school. No, because you're like, oh, tell Kamika. And I'm like, oh, Kamika has class. And then I'm telling her, and she's like, well, you don't know if I'm going to be on spring break or not. And I'm like, you know what? You are right. I should have not. <laughs> I should have not assumed that. Or, you know, I don't know if you're willing to take off or whatever. But we do. We have to realize, like, exactly what they're going or what they have going on and not right. assume for it. Just because, you know, my way of nurturing a relationship could be different than yeah. hers. And she might be like, like, your friend. Oh, I, I also need this moment. Like right. I need this time. So just having those open lines of communication open, I think is absolutely one way that we nurture friendships yeah, at sure. this age. Um, just because, like we were saying, everybody has something going on. Mm-hmm. You may not think that it is as much as yours, or it's not much to handle, but it could very well be a lot to them for their level, wherever they absolutely. are. Absolutely. So just being able to do that, um, but at the same time, be willing and open. It's not a oh, I don't need no more friends. Like it's always cool. Yeah, it's always cool to meet I mean, someone new. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> so, I'm secure with my solid core. <laughs> not to say that I'm not friendly when I'm in public. Right. I'm just saying, I I'm at capacity for what I can manage as an individual at this Ashley. moment. At this moment in yeah. life, I am at capacity for the friends that I can manage. Because I do think also as things tend to progress. Um, and evolve and new opportunities come into our lives that new friends will also come with on different levels. Well, see, then too, like, you got to remember friends and associates. I can, right. I, associate spaces, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's different. But friend space, mm-hmm. I make capacity for what I can manage. So, that, <laughs> well, that makes me think about, you know, with just new people entering your life, like, some friends are for a season, some right. are for a reason, you know, and you definitely may meet new people in the future that's supposed to be there. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? So how then are you open to like new friendships? With I'm people? not closed off to it. I just know what I can manage currently. Mm, like as currently. far as communication. Hey girl, what you doing? What you doing right. girl? My nigga, what you doing over here? You know, like so just trying to keep up. Because that's still a lot. Like even yeah. with new friendships. Like girl, ooh, girl, I don't feel like hanging out today. I, I don't. I'm not at a space, but I think that kind of comes with age too. Like we're not at a space where it's well. Let me just go catch a margarita with somebody. Right, right, right. No. So, but don't get me wrong. I'm not close off to to meeting people. I'm not close off to you know hanging out with people occasionally. I'm I'm talking friendships. Mm -hmm. I'm talking the people who know the 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 inner parts of me, who know the deeper side of me, the people who I trust to hold precious things about me. That's what I'm speaking on as far as. I'm a little at capacity with that. Like, not in a bad way, but like, you know, I have to 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 replant mm-hmm. some of my current friendships. Like, I have to do more in the and ones like, that I have now. And gotcha. that would be super selfish, you know, 
Gucci, let me go try to find some new ones when I'm not really managing all the ones that I have now in the best way. Gotcha. So how like exactly could you nurture your friendships better? Just effort. Just effort. Just effort and communication. Right. Like, you know, again, just communication. Hey, guys, you know, currently where I am, mm-hmm. your girl's a little busy. I love you. Like, let's put something on the calendar. Yeah, though. you know. Like, even if we both fall asleep two eat. weeks or an hour. That's what you know. care and I make nap dates. <laughs> you know, but yeah, like, just, like, even my friend, she was like, listen, girl, we, we need to go somewhere this year. Even if it's in-state, even, even if it's around the corner, we need to go somewhere. So just taking those small steps, you know, to, to make sure that the relationship is nurtured, that there's still space and opportunity to bond. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that for me is something that is a focus for me, friendship-wise, for, mm-hmm. for the 2020. And I do think, like, it, same with the holidays and family, right? Being around them helps to refuel you. Like, when right. you go around your friends, especially ones that you've had for years you know it does something to you especially if you needed things you didn't even know you needed in that moment um and just having different community of friends or being able to merge those communities together or whatever like some you know i have friends from different phases who i also uh hang out with you with those friends right you you know what i'm saying so being able to merge those, which says a lot which you know because you don't like everybody (laughs) you don't like everybody ash you might be the person I might be. I have to warn people about like <laughs> I'm. I'm that friend. Just, just let her I'm warm usually up. that friend for a lot of my friends. It's fine. I've, just just let her warm up. I own my she, space. she cool though when you get to know I her. I own my space in the world, girl. <laughs> like she cool when you get to know her. But yo, I mean, but that's a real thing. You gotta know, you know, who can match well around each other. True. And I think that's necessary too because on my other one of my community of friends, we take trips together. Like you were saying, you know, so whether or not it's us going to you know the cabins or we just recently went to vegas or you know just different things um being able to fellowship in those spaces because they know you right and no matter what it is you might have had a terrible two months like working hustling whatever and you just need a space to be (laughs) and relax you're able to do that around your friends so i think that's necessary and that's a time where you're nurturing it so you might not talk all the time but i know we got a trip coming up in two months right or we got that dinner or those drinks or whatever and so i love that you know um community of friendships are are doing that and i think it's very necessary like we were saying especially as millennials because a lot of us are like, dang, I'm grown for real. Like, it's I'm a lot a of responsibilities. I'm a whole adult <laughs> It's a lot of responsibilities street. going on. I need somebody to hang out for a second. So, I think, you know, it's a it's a lot. But um, <clears throat> we can't expect too much from other people who are also going through a lot of different things. Just being able to have the lines of communication open. Right. Um, it's, it's something that we need. I agree. I agree. You know, it's, it's you know, people are people. And your mm-hmm. friends are people too, and and they also need love and nurturing just like you do, right? You know, so I hope that you know this time together, guys, has you know gave you some ideas, or maybe brought someone to the front of your mind who you should probably start nurturing, uh, nurturing uh the friendship, whether it be your boo, or just your friend. Yeah, you know? just check on them. You know. Because life has a way of life. You know, because the old folks would actually, <laughs> the older community would actually get in their cars and drive around to your house. You know? Now, see, you know, I'm good for a good pop-up. But Indeed you are. now I try to check with people. Because <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure they're home, yeah, you yeah. know. Y'all ain't busy all right now. Hey, what, what we doing today? Cool, cool, cool. So, I, like, I mean, we've talked about that. I like the visit and, you know, to 
keep in contact. Right. So keep in contact because sometimes you might be the only person that this person hears from. Or true, true, true. You might think they have it all together when they really just need somebody to talk to or to, to recognize or, you know, to say, hey, I'm just thinking about you for a minute. So never think that what you have going on outweighs theirs. Right. You may be their breath of fresh air. So if you take away anything from this episode, again, it's nurture a relationship and do something nice for somebody. Yeah. You know, they will appreciate it, guys. And, you know, as always, guys, if you're not already uh, subscribed to the actual podcast on whatever platform that that may be, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that, all that, all that. There's also a review section on all of these platforms, guys. Go ahead and scroll down to that section, type a little review for the podcast, tell us your thoughts. Ooh, really appreciate it. You know, it. and tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a cousin, tell another friend, okay? <laughs> all right, guys, so we will be back next week with another episode of Melanated Celebrated. Bye. Thank you for being a friend.